the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. Black and your money. Call Rob, 1-800-345-5639. Here's Rob Black on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. I so wish it was Friday, and yet it's just Monday. Oh, good God, I'm just like you. Weekend goes by a little bit too fast, all things considered. Anyway, show is Rob Black and your money. I'm not supposed to introduce the show and tell you what it is. You're supposed to know. I'm not supposed to do that because I'm supposed to deliver to expectations. But just in case you forgot, because I know some of my audience has Alzheimer's disease. And when I was a kid, I wasn't able to say it correctly, so I referred to it as old-timer's disease. Uh, my grandmother died of old-timer's disease, or she didn't die of it, but she got old-timer's disease, and she kind of withered away into uh, basically nothingness. Quick story about my grandmother. She used to make me chocolate milk. Uh, she'd buy a can of Hershey syrup. Man, I hated that, because when it's three, four, five, you're, that's cute. But when it's seven, eight, nine, it's starting to get kind of old, and like, Grandma, it's, I'd rather have a, a good frosty beer than, you know, chocolate milk, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, old-timer's disease. She got bedridden. And uh, what's this mean? She couldn't get out of bed, right? And as she laid there for one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, as it started to add up, she, you know, she didn't make it five years. She made it like three and a half. Um, it's crazy. Your body starts to totally fail you, and your arms start to curl up to your heart. Like you haven't been out of bed for a year, so your arms start to curl up to your heart. And think of the the leg curling in The Wizard of Oz when the house crushes the witch and how her legs curled up when she lost her shoes. Same thing. The arms start to curl up kind of like into question mark or curly cues. It's the, or curly fries. It's the craziest freaking thing. Your feet, the bones just drop out. Aging sucks. Aging just absolutely sucks. It's horrific. It's, it's horrible. It's an image that you don't want to have anything to do with. So my idea is to get you to retirement so you can be a playboy in retirement. Or play girl in retirement. I want you to have so much friggin' money that you can have a, a boyfriend or girlfriend 30, 40 years younger than you. I want you to have so much money that you can, you know, give the grandchildren $10, $20. And I want you to have so much money that you can go see the world. Whatever it is that turns you on, I want you to be that person in retirement. So I don't want you to be my grandmother. Died pathetically of old timer's disease, caught up in a bed, and uh, her body just failed her. I mean, her body just ultimately gave up. Um, doesn't recognize her family anymore. I don't want you to be that person. I want you to have more money than, than God as far as uh, stock gods out there to throw at your issues and your problems. Anyway, one of the things that I'm going to talk about heavily on this show is the stock market. And right now the stock market is just freaking crazy. It's going up. It's going down. It's searching for direction. Now, there's daily stories of news, you know, Bank of America paying $100 million in a countrywide credit settlement. 
Um, Apple going to unveil some new bombshells, regulation reform, China, yes, no, maybe so. Every single day there's a little bit of action left and a little bit of action right. Long story short, summer looks very discontent so far on the market, doesn't have a lot of direction, and uh, the, the tone is on the, the dark side. So it doesn't look like we're in for a crash, doesn't look like we're in for a massive pullback. Kind of looks like we're just bouncing around without any sort of direction. So today, the New York Stock Exchange opened, and it was nervous about the declining euro, and the euro was all crazy nervous about the jobless numbers we saw in the United States on Friday. When you hear that bell, you know what that means. Mm, I guess I don't know what it means. Oh, 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 it's check on the numbers. The Dow's down one point. The Dow is down one point at this point in time. NASDAQ's down 11 points. S&P 500's up what, four-tenths of a point. Um, let's see. Oil prices are dropping globally. So the bell ringers that you just heard, and, and this is a fun thing about the NYSE, they bring in different groups every day to ring the opening bell and different groups to cl- ring the closing bell. These were executives and guests celebrating lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender pride month. So uh, interesting to see that Wall Street has an open mind. Elsewhere in the world of headline news today, Apple fans, they're gathering by the thousands. The nerds with saliva coming out of their mouths are waiting to hear about the plan that the company has this coming year to come. Fox News Radio's Brett Larson's got the details. The speculation goes that at the Worldwide Developer Conference, Apple CEO Steve Jobs will take the wraps off the fourth-generation iPhone, something the world may have already gotten a peek of when a prototype device was reportedly left in a Redwood City, California bar. The world could also get a peek at another version of the company's web browser, Safari, and possibly get news of a beefed-up iTunes music store. The conference is the annual Apple event where the company has rolled out the iPhone, announced they'll move Macintosh hardware to Intel processors, and shown off new Mac computers. Brett Larson, Fox News Radio. These really aren't Mac computers. They're really not iPods. They're really not iPhones. You've been juked. You've been fooled by it all. They're all considered Jesus product. It's the Jesus Mac, the Jesus phone, the Jesus pod, the Jesus pad. And today, Apple shares are actually selling a little bit lower ahead of this announcement of, ooh, what's the next big thing? So everything's selling down in large part because... I kind of think that we know the phone. We think it's been leaked enough. We think it's been left at a bar enough. We think that companies like Engadget have dissected it enough. So we're paying attention, but we're not crazy all caught up in it. There's a lot of new product out there. There's a lot of competing product out there. Um, Where do you go with this? It's kind of a sell on the news, buy on the rumor. So Wall Street really has rewarded Apple. Ahead of this new phone, there's going to be a new operating system. I can't wait to play with it. I like the Apple operating system. I do. I cannot lie. But eh, eh, unless they have a phone that turns straw into gold or or cures my hemorrhoids or something, it ain't all that. It ain't all that in a bucket of chicken. Now, we we think it's going to have a camera on the front, which will allow video messaging. Um, I know you're saying video messaging. Cool. I don't think we're quite video conferencing, two-way, real-time, Dick Tracy calling kind of technology yet, but I think video messaging would work wildly well. For instance, let's say you and your loved one have a hot relationship. You can send, like, naughty video messages to each other. Or let's say you've got a little kid and you're on a business trip. You can send a video message saying, Daddy says goodnight. 
And instead of it just being an instant message or instead of it just being voicemail, it would be a video message. We think that might be the new thing coming out of this conference later today. As it comes out, if it comes out during this show, I'll tell you all about it. I'll squeal like a pig. I'll squeal. I'll tell you everything you need to know about the new Jesus products out there. And next, out there in the world of business, and this is still, this is one of those dark clouds. It's just one of those dark clouds that that is hanging on Wall Street right now. The man overseeing the oil disaster cleanup for the feds, he says collection efforts are accelerating. Fox News Radio's Chris Barnes reports from Washington. While crude still spews from vents in the cap they've placed on the well, Coast Guard Admiral Thad Allen told a briefing at the White House the amount of oil being captured and pumped to a ship on the surface is steadily increasing. And we're looking to increase production so we can slowly close those vents and see how the uh, containment cap is working. Because it's still unclear what percentage of the spewing oil is now being captured. A second ship is coming to help collect it. Allen, who then went on to brief the president and his cabinet about the situation, also told reporters he has spoken to BP execs about improving their handling of claims from folks affected by the spill. In Washington, Chris Barnes, Fox News Radio. Okay. So a House committee is holding a hearing in Louisiana where it's gathering evidence and testimony concerning the oil spill's impact on the region. And we're already starting to get rumors like oil starting to, you know, tar and feather birds in uh, Texas and like, hey, that's not true. So we're starting to get information that, hey, that's not true. Kind of interesting to, you know, how... Um, some of these stories take on their life of their own. Now, I told you I'd get you anything that's coming out of the Apple conference as it's happening, and I've got one such update. Ready for the one such update? It's really not all that exciting. But Apple CEO Steve Jobs, he says selling one iPad every three seconds. One iPod. So you go one, two. Oh, sold another one. Yeah. T- another iPad sold. And I could do this all day, and I could eat up massive amounts of time, and I could show you that I had no content actually prepped for the, the show today. It's actually going to be available in 19 countries by the end of July. That's one thing that Apple loves. They love about um, – they get Wall Street. And what do I mean by that? They get Wall Street in the sense that they roll out products slowly. And really, the first generation's crap more often than not. It's not crap. It's just mm, – it's not the final product. So they get two to three years of increasing incremental good positive news, and Wall Street digs that. And uh, they do it slowly from country to country. And uh, the next iPhone will basically push the last iPhone into, you know, 90 buck territory. 90 buck territory is every man territory. So you no longer have to pay 599 or 399 or 499 for a phone. You can pay whatever you wish. Hey, good news. I got a contest today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday which means I can't take any days off this week. I can't blow into work late and drunk and hungover. Oh, but we have a contest for 11.15 today. It's going to be a widescreen um, monitor. It's Energy Star qualified. It's roughly $200 plus. It's from Geeks on Call. What else can I tell you about this contest? So you're going to have to listen today. And at 11.15, I'm going to give you a keyword. 1115, I'm going to give you a keyword. Keyword, for instance, might be something like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's not, but it could be. And then at that point in time, you run, 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 run as if you have nothing to do with your life. And you go to the Talk 910 webpage, talk910.com, and uh, you find my webpage and you find my contest. And um, you punch in that keyword, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And then on Friday, you'll be one of four people. So there'll be a winner on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then on Friday, you'll be one of four people who ultimately have a chance to 
to win the contest, uh, to win the prize, uh, another widescreen monitor from Geeks on Call and Bill Rockefeller. And, uh, got some good news from Bill Rockefeller this weekend. Can't tell you what it is because it's super secret, um, but I'll tell you about that in the days and weeks to come. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Coming up, I'm going to tell you what's going on in the Wall Street and the big stories today. I'll tell you where the market could fall to. I'll give you some support levels. I'll give you some resistance levels in the show. I got a little bit on China. We've heard about the suicides in China and the increase in minimum wage. What's that mean for you and me? If you want to communicate with this show via email, it's rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. If you want to call the show, which I'd prefer, pick up the phone. It's 800 345 5639. It's 800 345 5639. Rob Black and your money, 9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Wow. grew on trees he'd be the fertilizer he's rob black on 9 10 a.m more stimulating talk rob black and your money i'm rob black just heard a commercial for an event that i'm going to do about a week from today eight days from today tuesday june 15th i'm gonna to go to kimball's from 5 to 7 p.m 5 to 7 p.m it's a good opportunity for you to come out and say hello. Uh, it's absolutely informal. There's no charge. I'm not buying beer. <laughs> you, you have to pay for your own. But it's a good way of saying hello. It's a little bit of a meet and greet. I'll bring a mortgage person. I'll bring other financial people. And you can ask financial questions. And it's an absolutely informal arena. I'll bring a list of stocks that you can buy and hold forever and ever and things like that. So, again, it's going to be 5 to 7. Um, don't buy me drinks. Don't do anything like that. Just come out, play pool, have a good time, and socialize with your fellow man Tuesday, June 15th at Kimball's from 5 to 7. That should be a good event. I'm always looking forward to putting uh, names to faces or faces to names and situations along those lines. Um, I just like that. It's something that I do in this gig, and um, I still believe in it. And uh, hopefully I can do it for many, many years. Now, Apple's having a worldwide developer conference today. And for the first hour, Steve Jobs speaks. And first thing he said was that he's selling one iPad every three seconds. And the iPad's going to be available in 19 countries. He says that in the first 65 days, iPad users have downloaded over 5 million books. Whoa. It's kind of like saying, okay, let's send the middle finger to Amazon.com and the Kindle player right now. And that's exactly what he did. Apple... Uh, Steve Jobs said he's updated iBooks, available later this month. So there's a new software for that. On You can also read PDFs, which is Adobe software, which, again, is kind of interesting because Apple and Adobe don't always get together and see eye to eye. Jobs says at the event that over 225,000 apps on App Store. He says eBay app did 600 million in volume last year, and he expects 1.5 to 2 billion this year. Netflix coming this summer for the iPhone. Now, before I go further into calls and anything else, and you can call the show 800-345-5639, one thing that I have to throw out there is remember last week when we were talking about AT&T raising the price for the data plans? Unlimited data is going to basically be 40 bucks a month versus 25 but then partial data is only going to be like 20 bucks a month, so you're going to be able to save some money. That unlimited data plan this weekend, it, it, a light went off in my head, and it, it literally looks like a light bulb. It goes and fully powers up. And I was like, damn, I forgot to tell you people that when that happened, when AT&T 
he said, you know, we see a problem. We see people wanting to watch unlimited Netflix. We see a problem coming down the road. We see a lot of data coming through. Basically, AT&T is going to become an ISP. You're no law. That's the basic idea there. And there's some thought there. I check my email a lot less on my computer now than I do on my uh, my phone, right? A lot of you are the same way. And now that we got iPhones and iPads, maybe we don't need an ISP to our home as much as we used to. So anyway, the idea that went off in my head was Cisco Systems. I was like, damn it, I forgot to tell you people. Because when AT&T said we're going to charge more for data because things like Netflix are coming, unlimited Netflix, you could watch unlimited TV shows while you're on the Metro on the way to work. You got to buy Cisco. You got to buy companies like Acme Packet. You got to buy companies like Juniper. You got to buy companies that make network equipment because AT&T wants to save as much money as possible on these $40 plans. So they're going to get continue to invest in better and better product. Worthy of note. It's worthy of note. And again, we still aren't even in the 21st century. So when AT&T raises prices, Verizon's going to follow. And that means more data. And more data means more network equipment. Let's go to Ken in Sonoma, 800-345-5639. How are you, Ken? Uh, good. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, taking my call. I love your show. I, too bad I didn't uh, listen to it sooner in life. <laughs> but I didn't manage to do okay. Uh, anyway, my question is, I recently bought a house, and, I, and I'd like to pay it off as soon as possible. Um, 15 years would be great. Why do you want to pay it, why do you want to pay it off early, Ken? Um. Just so I can finally relax, <laughs> so I can have some, you know. And it's, uh, no one can really take it away from me then, uh, as long as I pay my taxes. No one, um, can, no one can take it away from you, regardless. Well, if you can't make the bill, it's, they can take it away. Well, you know that goes without saying, right? There'll, there'll be a foreclosure after a year, but they can't take it away as long as you continue to pay it. Exactly. Well, exactly. How old are you, Ken? I'm 40. I got started a little late in life, I know, but I, I did. I managed to save up enough to get 40% down, and I still have a little in the bank. Uh, um, how much do you have, How much do you have in your nest egg? Your 401k, your IRA? I think it's up around 60. Okay, so you're, ma- you're you're massively underfunded in your IRA, and you want to overfund your mortgage. So that's the first statement that I'm going to throw out there, and just say that's worthy of note. Now, Ken, before I go any further, do you know that you have a laugh a lot like a drug deal, uh, drug user? <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Um, it's been thrown. <laughs> okay. A CPA. Anyway. Okay, wait, wait. Give me a second here. And let me, I'm, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to educate you. And after the, I'm done, you're going to get a title and you're going to get a stamp from me that says you've been educated. Um, first and foremost, let me give you some thoughts. Thanks for the call. The effects of income, tax rates and interest rates and in choosing between a 15 and 30 year mortgage. A CPA journal back in 2005 said a homeowner with a long term time horizon and a willingness to assume some risk will likely have a much higher net worth than someone that selects the less risky 15 year option. So a CPA journal said. Go 30 over 15 if you want a higher net worth over time. Now, another journal comes out and basically says, this is the Financial Counseling and Planning Education Association. Now, again, this is kind of nerdy financial people, right? They say that you must consider the advantages of a 30-year mortgage. They include lower monthly payments and accumulated wealth in an investment account available to help alleviate hardships. 
Withdrawals from the investments account could be free of penalties for the non-tax-deferred accounts and free of penalties for the tax-deferred. The data will show the borrower willing to invest with a risk level associated with the S&P 500 would benefit from a 30-year mortgage. So that's a second financial journal that says, don't pay off your mortgage, get a 30-year, build up your emergency reserve, and build up your nest egg. Now, here's another one. This one comes from the Journal of uh, Financial Planning. The popular press, following conventional wisdom, frequently advises that eliminating debt is a desirable goal. We show that this advice is often wrong. Mortgage debt is valuable to many investors, to many individuals. The Federal Reserve of Chicago said in 2006, households that are accelerating their mortgage payments instead of saving on tax-deferred accounts are making the wrong choice. In the aggregate, aggregate, this misallocated savings are costing households as much as $1.5 billion a year. So there's four or five financial journals that say, don't do it, Ken. Don't pay it off and don't try to do it in 15 instead of 40, 30 years. Now, this goes back to our parents, and they were wrong. Back in the 1920s and 30s, they saw mom and dad lose the farm because banks were allowed to cancel mortgage loans at any time. If you didn't have the money to pay it off, they came and took your, your whole, whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. So they can no longer do that. Congress changed that law years and years and years and years ago. Now, by paying off your mortgage, it doesn't affect your home's value in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it creates more risk for you. So your home's going to go up or down in value. Now, let's say it goes down in value $300,000 which a lot of people have seen in the last three or four years. Let's say there's a big earthquake tomorrow after you pay off your home. Ken, you just lost a huge asset. You're a dumb person. Well, no, 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 you're not dumb. You made the wrong decision. You put your cash into something that's now worth a lot less. If it goes up in value, it's still going to be worth more. Okay, you're going to build equity anyway. A lot of homeowners try to build equity in their house by paying off the mortgage, but that produces weak results. Now, keep the mortgage, obviously, in the long term, you're going to build a lot of equity elsewhere by sending your cash into not just the real estate, but into bonds and stocks as well. So a 30-year mortgage is going to give you the most ability to fund other things. A mortgage is cheap money. In today's society, mortgage money and college money are the two cheapest type of loans out there. Now, with Visa, 20% cards, 18% cards, 10% cards, pay those off immediately. But not all debt's created equal. Some debt's better than others. Mortgage interest is tax deductible. It's a great tax break. Our United States government, if you have a 6% mortgage loan, it's as cheap as 3.9% because they let you deduct the interest on the mortgage. That's amazing. Credit card interest isn't tax deductible. Mortgage interest is tax favorable, which means is the mortgage is deductible at your top tax bracket, but the investments are taxed as low as 15%. So when you go to sell your home, you're going to be selling a capital appreciation down the road. Now, you're going to get a huge deduction for sure as a, you know you and your sugar booger own the home, $500,000 in profit. But anything above that, capital appreciation, that's going to be a 30 to 40% tax rate by the time you sell it, whereas right now you're at maybe 15%. So mortgage payments generally get easier over time. So your mortgage payment today is stressful, but in 10, 15, 20 years from now, as inflation continues to go up, i.e. the cost of a home, the cost of rent, the cost of a car, the cost of a Diet Coke, as they go up, your mortgage will stay the same. So that's great, and that's wonderful. It's a static cost. It doesn't change dynamically. So you actually, your home mortgage is actually easier to do due to inflation as long as you continue to get some sort of wage inflation out there. Mortgages let you sell without selling. For instance, in a couple years from now, I'm going to refinance my home and I'm going to go buy another home. Pretty cool. 
So that mortgage allows me to do that. Large mortgages mean I can invest more money more quickly, and investing is all about time. Your money doubles every 7.2 years, so prepaying your mortgage, bad idea. Long-term mortgages help you create more wealth and give you more liquidity and greater financial flexibility. I don't know one financial expert who prepays their mortgage. I know a lot of fools who do, Ken. Don't be a fool, because as Mr. T said, I pity the fool that prepays his mortgage. Actually, he didn't quite say that, but close. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Coming up, the business of sports on Bloomberg. In the middle of our house, it has a crown. Don't know what to do with your money? He does. Rob Black. 1-800-345-5639. On 9-10 a.m., more stimulating talk. Are you ready for it? That's right. I've got all the updates. As the words come out of Steve's mouth, I will give you each and every one of them right here. Okay, so Steve Jobs is doing the Worldwide Developers Conference update. And this is important. Why? My boss, Ricky who I refer to as Little Ricky, the New York Yankee fan. Um, And I say that with all the love in the world. Smartest program director I've ever worked with. So there's a little bit of butter for him. Um, Delivered expectations. All of us. All of us are in some way, shape, or form tied towards the Jesus phone. We see people with it. We know people who have it. We know people who spend way too much money on it. We see that it's changed the way consumers approach a smartphone. And it's truly becoming a smartphone for the masses. So let me give you all the updates. And again, I'm going to keep doing this because radio is a forum of about 5 to 10, 15 minutes. Most people tune in and then tune out. So content is worth repeating. Just work with me on this one because I got two new updates on it this time. He's only going to be talking for the first hour. Steve Jobs says he's selling one iPad every three seconds. And over 19 countries will be selling the iPad by the end of July. Steve Jobs says that in the first 65 days, iPad users have downloaded over 5 million books. Kind of sticking out his middle finger at Amazon.com there, don't you think, for the Kindle? Um, which, oh, by the way, you can now get at Target. Now, at this event, he says he's updated iBooks, the software. It's going to be available later this month, and it'll be able to read PDFs. Apple's Steve Jobs at this event says over 225,000 apps on the App Store now. There's a Rob Black app. So there would only be 249999 if there wasn't a Rob Black app, which I sold uh, almost $100 um, in the first three weeks. I know you're saying, let's do the math there, Rob. You made $300? No, because I split the money with someone else, so I made nothing. Um, but anyway, 249999 apps, and he did not bring up my app yet. I think he will at some point in time. He did say the eBay app pulled in $600 million in, rest, in revenues last year. That's stunning. So eBay should be able to give, how shall we say, a happy ending to Steve Jobs with a massage on top of his head. Because without this phone, maybe they would have done, maybe they wouldn't have done $600 million last year in revenue. And that number's going to go up to $2 billion a year on the phone. Now, Netflix coming later this year for the iPhone. And Netflix should be saying, thank you, Steve Jobs. Netflix should be able to give him a, a head massage and a little, little bit of lovey-lovey. Lovey, lovey, sucky, sucky, long time. Um, that's how much Apple's helping other companies. Now, um, they say they've topped five, and here's the new updates. New updates. 
Apple. Steve Jobs says he's topped five billion downloads from the App Store. Without my app, it would be four point nine million nine hundred ninety seven thousand nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety seven. So you get the idea. Let's elsewhere at the event. Steve Jobs is unveiled the iPhone four. Okay, that's kind of anticlimactic there, but we'll know more about it. Ooh, it's twenty four percent thinner than the previous iPhone. It has a. Ca- it has a cam- it has a camera with an LED flash on back, and it's got a micro SIM tray as well. So again, we'll know more in the coming minutes, in the coming moments. So stay stay where you are. Don't go anywhere. The iPhone 4, 24% thinner than the last iPhone, which I think basically makes it about as thick as a piece of paper. Let's go to Wes in San Lorenzo, 800-345-5639. Wes, do you care about the iPhone updates, or would you rather me just blow them up altogether? No, I mean, I, I personally, I don't care. I'm not really into too much technology. But uh, anyway, the reason I called is I had a 15-year mortgage, and I have about six years left on it. Uh-huh. So my payment now is about 1500 a month with taxes and insurance. If I, if I refied, I owed about 80000 now. If I refied, I think that would drop to about six to six fifty a month. The only reason you would do that, Wes, is if you need to save more money for retirement. Um, you sound like you've got some gray hairs. Oh yeah, I'm old. Yeah, no so, doubt. At that point in time, as you're quote unquote officially old, as you're, I'd say over fifty three, fifty four ish, your work years run out, and as your work year runs out, pay off the mortgage. But when you're young and beautiful. Put off paying it off as long as possible. So, uh, so, so, should I just leave it the way it is then? I think so, unless you've massively underfunded a nest egg and have absolutely positively nothing. Um, and again, what's your current rate on it, Ken? Wes? Uh, the current rate is 5.5% 15 year loan. I don't think you're going to get much better than that, regardless. Yeah, so, that's what I was thinking. But, but at the same time, I was thinking I could refi it and use that money. Later, to just pay the loan off if I had to, because I'd be saving, you know, 700 bucks a month. Absolutely. And that's a smart concept, Wes. If you're really good at doing that, I agree. But most people aren't really good at doing that. Most people take money out of a house and then they go, you know what? I'd like me a BMW. I'd like me a trip to Mexico. I'd like me some Filipino drinks. Um, you thought I was going to say something dirty. <laughs> So, no, no, I cleaned it up because I'm talking to an adult. Um, yeah. yeah, Wes, how, how's your nest egg looking? How's some of the other options in your world? Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not doing too bad. I have probably, with the house and the cash and everything, maybe a million bucks. But uh, Are you going to live in the house when you uh, retire completely? Have you retired completely? Yeah, I called you a couple months ago. I, I got injured, and I actually got my Social Security now. So... That helped out, you know, because I wasn't really making much money at all on disability. It's not a lot of money, but it's better than nothing. Okay. My wife still works, so uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not hurting for money at all. But I'm just trying to think in the next twenty years. Hopefully, if I live that long, you know, I'm going to be able to use some of this money and have a good time with it. Or should I pay the house off? I would say you want to pay off the house since you're on disability sooner rather than later. I would not do a refi unless you have to. Um, that extra cash flow, if you're great at saving it, absolutely, Wes. I think you're thinking the right way. That'll give you more options. 
Uh, with a disability, sometimes that means you die at an earlier age, which means I would strongly consider prepaying. I can strongly consider, you know, living life to the fullest while you can, unless you have people like wives and spouses and kids that, that need that income. But Wes, I would strongly also consider maybe um, sitting down with a financial planner. Um, I can get you a referral to a financial planner who'll do a fee. You know, one time they'll charge you 2000 bucks to basically get every bit of knowledge out of you and to tell you what your next 10, 20, 30 years looks like and some ideas for you. Um, typically, these these are like 200, 300 page documents. So they're, I mean, they're pretty thorough um, as far as a financial plan goes, but it sounds like you need a financial plan. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Before we go to break here, I want to mention two more new iPhone updates. Uh, Steve Jobs says the new iPhone 4 has a retina display which increases pixel density four times as many as in the same amount of space with the old phone. So it's going to be a beautiful display. And remember how I told you the new Apple iPhone is going to be able to use uh, Netflix within the summer. Netflix stock jumping three points on the news. That's kind of important. Got to do a bit of a break and make some do-re-mi. But when we come back, I'm going to be speaking with Julie in Rohnert Park. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Plus, i got all sorts of stock content and business stories to get to if uh, time does permit and allow. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Up to the platform of surrender. I was brought, but I was kind. This is Rob Black and your money on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. And now, Rob Black. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls on the air. Oh my! Let's take a quick look at the stock market. Dow's up twenty two. Nasdaq down six. S and P five hundred's up one. Ten year Treasury bonds at three point two percent, which basically means you get three percent for each year for the next ten years. Three point two percent. That's tiny. When the ten year Treasury is under four percent, I buy stocks. Now, if I'm scared and I'm like, ooh, the stock market might crash, I'll buy utilities. I'll buy things that we can't live without, Procter & Gamble, Johnson Johnson. But I'm not thinking that right now. I think there's some select growth opportunities. I really like a lot of tech stocks, a lot of tech ideas right now based on things like more video on demand. So more video on our phones, more video on our iPads, more videos on our computers, more video, 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 video. So our networks aren't quite there yet because you still have to wait. And to download, you still have to wait. It's getting better. It is getting better. I did some Netflix streaming of movies onto my television in the past couple of weeks, and that's almost instantaneously if you've got a good wireless network. It's almost instantaneously, and there's no hiccups, there's no stops, there's no bumps or anything like that. Anyway, Apple's down a buck thirty-eight today, and they're they're set they're telling us all about the new Jesus phone. They're telling us all about the new Apple four uh phone. And how it's going to change our lives. And one of the four instances, one of the new updates, and I only have one, and I'll do a whole recap probably in the next hour of everything that's being said. But the new iPhone is going to be operated and powered by the Apple A4 chip. I think the biggest thing that's come out so far is that it's 24% thinner than the iPhone currently. And, you know, like when I see things like it, it, it quadruples the, the pixel density and it makes it much more pretty, I go, yeah, okay, sweet. But what are they going to do next year? Quadruple, quadruple? Maybe, but more than likely, a lot of the innovation starting to come out of this, the design of it, the form factor. 
the innovation down the road is going to have to be on the apps and some of the new product that they push through it. The form factor is pretty sweet right now. Pretty sweet as far as a sweet spot goes. Um, they also announced Netflix coming to the iPhone later this summer. Let's go to Jolie or Julie in Roanoke Park. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, I'm calling because on Friday we finally got our home affordable modification papers, and they given us until the 15th to sign them up and send them back. And I just uh, want to make sure that we're not missing any, you know, small print or any hidden fees, and we want to make sure that that we kind of understand what we're in for, uh, because it's you know it's completely different. Have you, have you read through the document, Julie? Yes, um, not not detailed reading, but yes, and uh, they're deferring uh, seventy eight thousand five hundred of the principal based on the new price of the house, but we owe like um, about a, almost a hundred, I think, okay. a little less than a hundred thousand more than what the house is worth right now. Okay, let's go backwards in time a little bit, Jolie. Let's talk about when did you buy the house? 2004. 2004. And what, what did you pay for it? 550. Okay. And what do you owe right now without this modification? 442. Okay. Four, uh, well, it's four, 400. Yeah, roughly. 2000, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and how much are they willing to modify that 442? Um... Well, I don't think I don't understand that. I don't think they're modifying. It's just what they're doing is they're the only thing they're doing is they're deferring seventy eight thousand five hundred, which is what they believe is uh, more than the house is worth. Okay. Because in their own words, the the house, like it says it on the papers, is worth three hundred and sixty three. What are you getting right? What are you getting out of this? What what sort of lower rate are you getting? Lower monthly payment? Um, they have a, um, um, what do you call those, the, the rate that, that increases with time? Okay, it's an adjustable rate? Yes, an adjustable rate. And mm-hmm. it's, it's starting at 2%, and then it goes up to 3 after 6 years, then up to 4 after 7, and then 4.85 after 8, and it stays, I guess, that way. Okay. That's an amazing rate. Can you, af- can you afford to live there with that 2, 3, 4, and 4.8% rate? Yes. Okay, so that that has a lot to say with it, and the, your home's only upside down by about a hundred thousand. So, like, if you were to sell it today, you bought it for five fifty, you think you can get three fifty, four hundred, four fifty? What do you think you can get for it? Maybe three fifty. Maybe three fifty. Okay, so you're still upside down a good hundred thousand on what you currently have paid off, and you already paid off a hundred. So, um, I think it comes down to Julie is. You may want to consult a real estate attorney to read over the contract with you immediately because your time is ticking. Yes. Um, and or maybe one of your neighbors who's an attorney, someone like that, someone who's a little bit smarter on some of the contractual. Um, to me, that rate that they're giving you is amazing. If you can afford it and you like the home and you like the neighborhood, I think that's important. Now, if you know, you're upside down $100,000, you may say, you know, screw this. I'm going to walk away. It's going to be it's going to destroy my credit for five to seven years. But I could rent. Could you rent for your mortgage payment? Like, what's your mortgage payment now? Um, sixteen hundred. Could you rent an appropriate, similar style home for sixteen hundred? Mm, I I don't think so. No. Okay, so I think you may have your answer right there. It's it's you're you're getting a pretty good rental. The home may never turn into an investment for you. It may never. It may never get back to where you want it to. It may. 
but you have to assume right now it's 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 a, a good place to live. If it's a good place to live and you feel comfortable with it, I, I'd consider staying and just off that. But try to get someone who's an attorney to look at it to make sure that there's not something in it that's massively changing. If it's a, a loan modification from your current bank and you're talking to your current bank and it's not some sort of side company or no, it's a chase. Yeah, more than likely this is a pretty good you know, pretty good deal for them, pretty good deal for you. Uh, the question is, you have to really digest and, and and come to terms that this may not ever be the investment home that you wanted it to. This may not ever be the home that turns into your retirement plan so that you can go live in Mexico and, and drink pina coladas till the day you die. But with that said, it's a good place to live, right? Yes. So I'd weigh some of those factors. And again, try to get an attorney to make sure there's nothing in the fine print. I can't see it through the radio. Yes. So I, I would try to get someone to take a look at it for you to make sure that you're you're good with the fine print. Those rates are great. And from everything you're telling me, you're A-OK. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Scott in Berkeley. Hey, how's it going, Rob? Going well, Scott. Okay, I, I caught a piece of what you guys were talking about, the 30-year fix, uh, not paying it down early. Sure. Uh, and I understand the concept if you were going to retiring in that home, et cetera. But what if you're using the home that you lived in as a stepping stone to get into a bigger or better house five, ten years down the line? Would it still be the same concept? I would go with the lowest cost loan that's appropriate for that time frame. Uh-huh. Um, in... I, I got into a 30-year fix at four and three-quarter percent. I think that's amazing. It's, it's good, right? Yeah, but it's... what I've been doing was I, I, I took the... Oh, you're prepaying. Well, I took, I, I divided uh, one payment by 12, and then I paid that on each uh, loan, or, or each payment, rather. So what's, it would be what's, done. What's better. wrong with putting that money in, like, a, a muni bond or something you feel comfortable with? Absolutely nothing, that, and, that, and that's why I'm asking you. I didn't yeah. know if, if, if this was a stepping stone house, does the concept change, or do you still kind of stick with that? No, it's, let it ride. I'll put it at bottom line. Why give the bank your money? Yeah. What happens if there's an earthquake and you think it's a stepping stone home and suddenly the house is worth, you know, 40% what you think it's worth? Right. Which, again, it happened in Louisiana, in New Orleans. It's happening again. And what do you think real estate values in, on the coastal towns are doing right now? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's a good point. So right now I'm looking at a, a, a picture from the Wall Street Journal. It's this beautiful little 18-year-old girl hugging her mom, and their house was just destroyed by a tornado. And um, it's tragic. And sometimes, like, we don't think tornadoes are going to hit here, but we can have a quake hit here pretty pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so I would say, Scott, look at your home that you're in now is, you know, keep the cost as low as possible. Put the money somewhere safe where you're not going to go gamble it, where you're not going to go get a 42-inch TV, which, for the record, Best Buy has a 46-inch Sony TV for $800. It's an amazing, amazing deal. And I want it so bad, Scott, but I'm like, you know what? My 40-inch is fine. But if I had that pot of money on the side, I'd be like, sweet, I'm going to go get it. Um, so you really got to control yourself if you're going to you know, have a stepping stone home. Um, I would not prepay it. It does you no good in any way, shape, or form. Um, if inflation goes up 3 to 4% this year, you lose 3 to 4% on anything that you've prepaid. So okay. with a muni bond, you can get 4 to 5% returns this year. So if inflation goes up, your, your dollar's still a dollar, and you can sell it in, when the time comes. And uh Get your stepping stone home that you want, and uh, your dollars will be protected against inflation. All right. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for the call, Scott. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. There's one company that's getting 
Um, a little bit of an upgrade today. It's Amazon.com. And I'll talk about that in the second hour. But what makes me just scratch my head about that one is today's not a good day to upgrade Amazon because Apple's coming out with so much news. And Apple and Amazon have turned out to be competitors in movie downloads and MP3 downloads and book downloads. So I question, and again, I'm going to tell you it's wrong, but I question the analyst who's doing it as the timing seems peculiar. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Ooh, coming up in the next hour, 15 minutes from right now, I'm going to be giving out a password. You're going to have a chance to win, a one in four chance to win at the end of the week, a monitor, a 21-inch monitor. It's brought to you by Geeks on Call, my friends at Geeks at Call. Your computer breaks, call Geeks on Call. Much, much more local, much, much more local than Best Buy. Um, keyword coming up at 1115. When I give you the keyword, you're going to run to the website, talk910.com, talk910.com. You're going to take that keyword. You're going to punch it in. And let's say 60 people hear it today. You've got a one in 60 chance of being a one in four chance. So on Friday, those four people, I'm going to say the password, and the first person to call out of those four is going to be the winner, winner, chicken dinner. So anyway, that's coming up in about 15 minutes. But first, right around the corner, we've got headline news. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.